Nine innings, nine pitchers, nine games out of the playoffs, but still, hey, a win is a win. And now they can clear customs one final time and head to Philly for a Friday off day. What a weird season. Just what you'd all imagine in the middle of September, right? Julius Chassin and Juan Centeno as your battery, and they're firing away against Clay Buckholes. Nothing makes sense anymore, but the five-game losing streak is over. The season series against the Jays is in the books, and we'll never, ever have to say the name Rowdy Telez again until next year in spring training. Red Sox 7, Blue Jays 4. This is a podcast. Its name is Sox Daily. Sox Podcast. It's your daily Sox Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. It's your daily Sox Podcast. It's your daily Sox Podcast. Oh, it's your daily Sox Podcast. And here's your host, Josh Lewis. You heard the man right. Uh, it's going to be an off day in Philly on Friday. How many Jim's cheesesteaks can you eat in one day? My record is five, but I I can't believe you'd care about that. Here's the deal. If you've been off in a foreign land these last couple weeks, more foreign than Philly, uh, the Sox had pulled within five games at that second wild card spot at the beginning of the month. They had taken a deep dive ever since. The Sox had lost seven of nine. They were in danger of falling 10 games back of a playoff spot with just 16 games to go. And even though this was a third straight series loss, and this coming against a Toronto team that is 32 games under 500. A Thursday night win polishes up the old doorknob, so to speak. And at least we got that to tell you about. Josh Lewin with you. The Sox beat Clay Buckholes, one of their own for so long. He's been a professional ball player for 15 years now. Hard to believe. Buckholes has played for two World Series champions. He's thrown a no-hitter. Been an all-star twice. But he's also been stuck on a few last-place teams lately. And he's dealt with... A lot. This, this was new for him. He had never pitched against the Red Sox before, having spent 10 seasons with the team. Many of the hitters he would face were basically old friends on Thursday night. The manager, Alex Cora, had been the shortstop when Buckholes made his big league debut back in August of 07. Cora actually had an RBI double off John Lackey, of all people, to help get Buckholes the win. Life is a great big circle. We say that all the time. Buckholes, uh, 8-7 with a 3.47 ERA and 26 starts since Dave Dombrowski traded him to the Phillies before the start of 2017. He had made only eight starts for Toronto this year. He's had a shoulder thing that kept him out for a while, and he has not pitched well of late. And in this game, that would continue. Four runs allowed on seven hits in four innings. The Blue Jays using six pitchers to get through this game. The Sox used nine. Wow, right? It started with the 31-year-old Jolis Chassin, who had the 5.80 RA in his 19 starts with Milwaukee before getting sacked. And uh, this is going to be the, the second time in his career where he's had 20 starts or more and had an ERA of 4-plus. He had posted back-to-back 3.8 and 3.5 with the Padres and the Brewers, but now the wheels have kind of come off here in 19, trying to get himself reassembled here. And he's... Made an impact in the clubhouse here. Eduardo Rodriguez, Dar- Darwins, and Hernandez have been kind of following him around, uh, you know, just to the training room, to the dining area, all of that. And it's a Venezuelan influence uh, against uh, a backdrop here of a tough season. Why not have the younger pitchers get a whiff of Chassin? Devers 
is a guy we should talk about on this podcast, even though he didn't play on Thursday night. He's already banked his 50th double of the year. Uh, only major league players to get to 50-plus doubles in a year before the age of 23, A-Rod and Manny Machado. But now we get to talk about Xander Bogarts, too, because he's got his 50th double as of Thursday night. And he's got the 30 homers and the 100 runs scored and the 100 runs batted in. Only 19 other players ever have done that in a season. And uh, I don't know. You want to find out who they are? You want to walk down this path with me? I'll do that with you. I've got it right here. Excuse me while I whip this out. Other than Xander, the guys on this list, Alex Bregman did it just last year. Matt Holliday, Big Poppy. Derek Lee is on this list. Albert Pujols, Alfonso Soriano, Todd Helton, Lance Berkman, Carlos Delgado, uh, Juan Gonzalez, A-Rod, and Albert Bell. Those are the recents. And now you've got Xander on that very select list as well. He had a hand in the 7-4 win. Every starter but Benintendi had a hit in this one. Mookie led the way with three hits, two more runs scored. You guys want to hear from Mookie? Uh, I thought you might. He talked to the guys in the booth after the game. Here at Rogers Center, Mookie Betts is with us. Mookie, a three-hit game for you tonight. Two more runs scored, 131 on the season. That's what this game's all about, scoring runs. That's pretty impressive. Uh, thank you. Yeah, just uh, do what I can for the guys behind me. You know, Got to give uh, credit to them. Hey, Mookie, uh, eight hits tonight for uh, batters one through four in your lineup. It's been like that all season long. I mean, you guys really have been an unbelievable quartet. Uh, have you kind of sat down and, and thought about what the top of this lineup has been able to accomplish this year? really is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've done a great job. But, you know, you know there's a lot of guys that have uh, contributed. Uh, you know, Vasky and a couple other guys down there. I can't even think of, uh, especially Brock, too. So um, they uh, – better the bottom and they give us the chances uh that we get to 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 get some rbis and score some runs bookie you're finishing with a flourish and hitting the ball very hard and pulling it more that's by design isn't it uh i mean at this point you know it's just kind of trying to just be do whatever's natural um you know you can start getting a little technical about things and then things can kind of go south but um you know if it's natural to pull the ball then you know it's uh that's what i'm going to do Hey, Mookie, it's been a while since the ball club has been in this situation, kind of looking out from the outside in uh, as far as postseason is concerned. And, you know, I know the next couple of weeks is certainly going to be a challenge in terms of keeping, you know, the energy up and keeping the focus up. But this is a veteran group here, and I would expect, and I think you would as well, that uh, down the stretch you guys will just continue to grind. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. You can't can't give up. I mean, uh, you know, you may be out or you know, whatever, but you still have to play the game the right way. Um, and, you know, I think we all know that, and we're all going to do that. Do you have any remaining goals individually? No, just to, to you know, continue, keep keep learning. You know, there's a, you never stop. And I think uh, this year has definitely been a big learning experience for me. And so uh, the more and more I can continue to get some at-bats and, and whatnot, the more I can learn about myself and the quicker I can make adjustments uh, for next year. Well, that's very well said because uh, you've always displayed that, and uh, that takes you to the next level when you're not satisfied. Yeah, you have to keep working. I mean, this game will humble, humble you really quick, so you have to uh, stay uh, – Stay, stay hungry. Okay, a lot of fun to watch you, Mookie. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Mookie Betts, a lot of Red Sox fans hoping he sticks around. That's for the new GM, whoever that's going to be. J.D. Martinez had a double in this game. Hopefully that 3-for-33 he's been in is starting to recede. The winning pitcher, if you care about such a thing, the third of the nine deployed, that would be the Ironman Josh Taylor. After the game, Alex Cora meeting the media as well. Here he is. I feel like he hit the wall in, in that last uh, 
last inning, but uh, overall, uh, another good performance. Um, uh, fastball command is better, the slider plays, and like I said before the game, he has a pretty good idea of what he wants to do. You think you guys have found a little something with him? You know, he's been pretty effective every time you've <clears throat> I mean, uh, everybody knew that he was good. You know, he, he pitched in the playoffs last year, game seven, and then opening day starter. Just one of those that he struggled uh, throughout the season, and everything started with fastball command. But uh, you know, since he got here, we talked a few things about his fastball. You told me. With it, he threw a few. You know, so far, so good. You know, um, And like I said, in the clubhouse, in the dugout, he, he's been a mentor to, to Darwinson. He's helping Eduardo, and uh, he understands you know, veterans, they, they, what they have to do, not only on the field, and he's been, he's been great for us. Seems like uh, with Xander, we're talking about a different number every week. You know, this time he's the second shortstop in history to get 30, 30 homers and 50 doubles. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool, huh? For uh, line drive hitter the other way, just you know, he he wanted to shoot the hole the whole time, you know, before, and uh, for him to buy into the concept of driving the ball, uh, it's been great. Uh, also, he's hitting over 300, so uh, I still believe that things he's going to be better because he's, he, he's going to understand when to attack a little bit more often, you know. Just like Mookie right now, he's in a groove, swinging at the first pitch, putting good swings. He will do that with time, you know, and he's only 26. So uh, we're very proud of him. It, it's not only the numbers, it's the consistency of him showing up every day and the routine and being a leader and understanding, you know, what he means to the organization. And in a quote-unquote bad season, you know, he's been showing up every day and, uh, and uh, he's learning a lot uh, this year. Regardless of, of what the uh, standings say, how important was it just to win today, just to get that win today? It's always good. I mean, um, yesterday was kind of like, it was a tough one yesterday. The bats weren't great, you know, but, uh, you know, the effort is still there. They're still working. Um, I think the bats were, were a lot better today. We control the strikes and a little bit more. Now we go to Philly, <clears throat> you know, we get the off day. Should be a great atmosphere over there. You know, they're fighting for, for the wild card, so... Let's go over there and uh, play some good baseball and, and keep keep going that way. What do you think of Barnes? Barnes, he, you know, just the fastball command wasn't there. Um, he threw a few breaking balls that were good, some swings and misses. The changeup actually was good today, but uh, just with the fastball, he was all over the place. With the, with the, like you said, the Phillies are playing for something. Will you kind of keep your normal lineup for two days? Or? Oh, yeah. 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 No, I mean, no. Yeah. No, no, we are. We are. We are. No, no, no. We, we're playing. Yeah. There's, there's two, I mean, I don't know, I don't even, I haven't looked in a while, but uh, there's two big series, two series that are very important in our, our, <clears throat> our uh, schedule, you know, the rest of the season for other teams, and we'll be ready. Thank you to the skipper. So as the team heads to Philly for the off day, let's peruse some of these still attainable items. One of them is Mookie Betts and the run at 150 runs. He currently leads all of baseball. He's got 131 that's more than he had last year when he also led the league. Franchise record for runs is a bit of a long shot. Ted Williams had the 150 back in 1949. The only player since 1950 to score that many runs in a season. Jeff Bagwell, one-time Red Sox prospect, had 152 for the Astros 19 years ago. Rookie Henderson is the career run scored leader, as you probably know. Even he never had more than 146 in a season. Maybe Mookie will get there. Betts is on pace here to get within five of the Ted Williams record, and we'll see. He's going to have to keep getting on base, and J.D. Martinez and company are going to have to start driving him in a little bit more. 
How about uh, the 93 extra base hits watch for Devers? Right now he's at 83. Got 50 doubles, 29 homers, 4 triples. Already the second most by a Red Sox player before turning 23 behind Ted Williams. Uh, He's on pace for 92 and a half extra base hits here. If he can get to 93... He'll break Jimmy Fox's franchise record. That was set in 1938 when he was the MVP. David Ortiz came close a few times. He had 87 extra base hits once, 88 a couple times, 91 back in the World Series year of 04. Never quite got to 93. Rafi could still do that. How about 200 hits by Bogarts? That's a possibility. Devers actually leads the team in hits right now, and he is on pace for what would be the 25th 200-hit season in franchise history, but... Looking at Bogarts here, uh, just became the third Red Sox player to get 1,000 career hits before the age of 27. Tris Speaker and Bobby Doerr, a couple of Hall of Famers, are the others. If all he can do is get to 191, he'll have one of the 50 highest single-season hit totals in Red Sox history. If he can get to 194, that's as many as Ted Williams ever had in a season. Finally, I'm looking at the 57 doubles thing. Bogarts has a shot, needs seven more. Devers has a shot, needs seven more. Already uh, 50 apiece has tied for most in the majors. In fact, only two other players have 40 right now. One of them is Mookie Betts. No big leaguer has been at 60 since the 1930s, and the all-time record is safe. That 67 belongs to a former Red Sox right fielder by the name of Earl Webb. That's out of reach. But the second most doubles in Red Sox history is in reach. That's 56, set by Nomar in 2002. Uh, Dustin Pedroia, third place, 54 in 2008. I think one of these guys is going to get there. I'll give you one more thing to track here before we bid you farewell. The 30-homer, 300-batting average season. J.D. has that. Bogarts has that. Devers should have that. And if three guys can do it, that would be pretty impressive because that's uh, that's a, a nine-team list right now where it's been three guys with the 30 homers and 300 batting average. The 4 Cardinals, the most recent. They had Albert Pujols, Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland. All three of those guys finished top five in MVP voting that season. Of course, the Cardinals went on to a World Series. It's a shame that it's not going to be three out of five this year. In the American League, there's no way that Martinez, Bogarts, and Devers were all top five in the voting Although, maybe we see Bogart's endeavors there. And if people are paying attention, J.D. Martinez's second half is worthy of inclusion. I just don't think it's really going to actually happen. So, anyway, just some little sidelights to be tracking because, uh, let's face it, at 77 and 70, the Red Sox are cooked playoff-wise. But some of these other little uh, details could be something to, uh, to actually jump to as we head on down the stretch. It will be the 77-win Red Sox at the 75-win Phillies for a two-game series. When it begins on Saturday, Rick Porcello's on the slab, 5.83 ERA. We don't need to go deep into that. Vince Velasquez, ERA near five going for Philadelphia. They are right in the middle of a wild card race in the National League. So the Sox can play a little spoiler if they want to. That all begins on Saturday. This is Josh Lewin. Appreciate you tuning in. It's called Sox Daily. It comes back this weekend on into Monday. We will talk to you then. Bye-bye.